So today I'm greeted with two brothers who would like to introduce themselves. Hey guys, um, now I'm Francisco Guerrero. Everybody in the fraternity calls me Panchito. Uh, yeah. I'm Jared Meyer. I'm, everyone calls me Jared. What's your major, Jared? I am mechanical engineering. What's your major, Panchito? I am an animal science pre-vid with a biology and chemistry minor. And what made you want to join Delta Chi, Panchito? Honestly, what made me join was like... I went to their first event, their first event being, no, not their first event, I went to, like, their third event, and their third event was, like, a, a little gaming event, they had wings and stuff, and I, after I saw the Brotherhood and stuff, everybody together, that really, like, convinced me, and then I went to two more events, and I was just more convinced every time that I went, so, that's what made me join Delta Chi. Jared? Uh, so, I went to Meet the Greeks. And just seeing them all interact with each other and treat me pretty special was was meaningful to me. So then I started going out to the recruitment events and someone stepped on my hand and I got to know Alex pretty well. And uh, that was really nice. And getting to know him made me want to join because I learned what they were all about. By someone, he means me. I stepped on his hand. You're mean. He deserved it. I believe it. And Panchito, where did you grow up? I grew up in the valley. I grew up uh, south, the very south of Texas. It's called McAllen. It was McAllen Mission. Um, so yeah, I grew up down there. Not a lot of people know about it. Unless you're from south Texas, you know the very tip of south Texas is the valley. So. And did you grow up with your mom and dad? I grew up with my mom and dad, yes, I did. Nice. And I see you like a little farm life. You're a little farm boy, right? Let me, let me hear about it. I'm a little farm boy. I guess you can put it that way if you want. <laughs> I, I, I see myself more of a... It's cute. More, I like it. More of a ranch boy more than a okay, farm boy. It's, it's difference. New term. Uh, so it was uh, different growing up compared to a lot of other people because I had a lot more responsibilities to take care of because around the sixth or seventh grade is when I moved uh, I moved to the ranch with my dad. It was me, my dad, my mom, not my, and my sisters. No. By the time I moved, all my sisters had been married already and they had already gone like the whole starting the life process and I was just a kid. So How many I moved, sisters do you have? I have three sisters. Are you yeah. the youngest or oldest? I am the youngest Dang. compared to them, yeah. my I have twin sisters and both of them like obviously are seven years apart from me and then my oldest sister is 11 years apart from me. Ooh. So we're a little distant but still together. So when I moved over there, it was a little different because I felt like the stuff at the ranch was like a normal thing until I started going to school and everybody else had like their own little responsibilities where they threw away the trash oh I cleaned my room and I was over here like damn bro I had to go clean a horse's stall <laughs> I had to go I had to go feed the goats feed the horses I had at the time I remember I was like 14, 15 and uh, I had the ranch to myself because my dad was hurt he was a little handicapped from his uh, knees he has really bad knees and I had the ranch to myself and I had to take care of it at the time we had like 32, 35 horses with mares that had babies and I had to take care of the babies and I had to take care of the goats and the cows that we had. It was a lot growing up, but honestly, it, what really drove me to go into my major. So I really do thank everything that brought me to this place. So Nice. And Jared, can I hear about your family? So uh, I, I grew up in a small town just north of Columbus, Ohio called okay. Lewis Center. I, uh... And then I moved in 2015 down to Houston, Texas for my dad's job. Uh, I had both my parents growing up my whole life. And I have an older brother who is three years above me. 
a younger sister who is two years younger than me and a younger brother who is five years younger than me. Yeah, looking at your pics, I can see you're really close with your family. Yeah, you say so? I agree. We're, we're a very close family. Uh, I honestly think the move is what caused that. When we moved down here, not a single one of us knew anyone. And as a family of six, we spent a lot of time in a 800-square-foot hotel room while we were still looking for a house oh, in gosh. summer. Oh, gosh. So it was quite toasty in the room, but it really did bring us close. That sounds fun, though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun having six people in a two-bedroom <laughs> apartment for three months in the Houston heat. First time ever experiencing it. Nice. Oh, you weren't a big heat boy, huh? You're Mr. Ohio. Mr. If I walk outside, it's 70 degrees. Boom. Now you walk out here, and it's the, the devil's butt crack out here. And it's, you, it's, you a out there. it's a little toasty. It's a little toasty. Yeah, here. but I mean, I'd like to see you guys when it gets down to negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh. I can cover up. Okay, so I also noticed both of y'all love soccer. So I want to hear why you both like soccer, because I'm not really good at soccer. (laughs) Um, I'd let Jared give out his experience first. Uh, His experience might be a little different than mine, given that he's from Big Boy, Ohio. So, um, honestly, it's kind of like a, a hard sport to love once you get it to a high level. But the way I started out was. I mean, every little kid plays soccer, I swear. Every little kid plays soccer at some point in their life, and it's just the weird ones that stick with it, which is what I ended up doing. Uh, I had my dad as my coach. For, <laughs> I had my dad as my coach for a while. Um, he was probably my coach until I was about 12, and then I just, uh, my parents decided to put me in a, an actual team that competes at a higher level so that I could develop. So they did that, and I've been playing at that level ever since. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, okay, at that level, okay, calm down, bro. Anyway, no. I, uh, so when I was younger, I would go to the park very often with my friends, but it wasn't much of like a, I played soccer, I just went to the park to go have fun. And so like one day, I actually did catch like a group of guys playing soccer, and like I told my dad, hey, I want to play. And real quick, like, he put he put on my boots, like my shooting boots, and was like, "All right, this is cleats." Sorry, cleats. Uh, and we started going at it, and I started really late. I believe I started like until I was ten or eleven years old. And these kids had like five plus years of experience ahead of me, so I I would look like like very dumb compared to them. And that's how I started. And then I went to it was mostly just a team from the street, if I'm being honest. All my teams were teams from the street. I played in the street for I don't know how long. Yeah, I I belonged to the streets, the literally. Still does. No, I do not. <laughs> I have a beautiful girlfriend. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> so she she so I yeah it was mostly in the streets until I got into a club team and the club team is what took me to another level of soccer. But if I'm being honest, it wasn't until my freshman of freshman year of high school that I believe I really touched like my level where I started playing like a whole different ball game because I went to this other coach and he played professional soccer and went through that whole the whole thing and uh, he would sit me down he really humbled me he uh, he put me on the bench if I went on a one-on-one against the keeper or a two-on-one and it was an easier pass than a shot and I still scored he'd sit me down if I scored 
and he said the pass was easier so why did you shoot and I said because I thought I could score and he's like do you think I care if you thought you scored it I told you why didn't you pass it and he put me to like this whole different level of mind that you know I could do a lot more than what I think I can do and I just played harder ever since and I actually made it pretty far I was gonna make it a little collegiate but you know being a 5-2 Hispanic kid I don't think it really helped but you know no problems still out here I had the great experience and still play pickup games here and there it's pretty fun yeah I, I saw you at Greek games we'll talk about that in a minute oh yeah <laughs> Jared I also noticed you like motorcycles so I want to hear why um it's it's a hard thing to explain but I, I started with dirt bikes when we first moved to Texas and we had three of them the biggest one was a 250 we had a 125 and then a tiny little 75 cc's which is how big the engine is how much gas it can hold and uh so they weren't very big and i really started riding there because no houses had been built around us it was just an empty field so we could ride all around our house back in uh suburbs of houston which is very rare and then time caught up with us they uh they built all the houses and it became impractical to ride so we ended up selling them about a year and a half later and uh, it really picked back up when I went back to Ohio to see my family. I rode my uncle's motorcycle just for fun, and it it brought the bug, as my dad calls it, back. And then when I got back to Houston, I just really, really wanted a motorcycle. So my dad, I kind of made a deal with him. I was like, hey, you don't have to buy me a car. Let me just get a motorcycle. So then I eventually, after an entire summer of trying convinced him to get a motorcycle which then I adopted so you have a motorcycle I don't anymore because uh, I decided to get stupid with it uh, I went pretty fast and I ended up totaling it man I wanted to ride with you don't worry another one's coming okay I'll wait I'll be patient <laughs> okay and Panchito you know I want to hear a little bit about you know your little girlfriend just a little bit <laughs> my girlfriend I mean she's from uh... I want to know how y'all met Ah, that's a funny story. Um, well, how we originally met was like back in. She's an AS. She's an ASA. Okay. She's an Alpha Sigma Alpha here, and she's the president of the sorority. Cute. Yeah, Cute. but um, we met like two years ago, if I'm being honest. Uh, back when I was a freshman here in uh, college in Kingsville, and I never like, I never really talked to her much then. Like we had told two totally different friend groups, and honestly, my freshman sophomore year, I wasn't like the perfect um let's say student so when i went through it, it you know happens. but if i'm being honest the summer is when we really got close um it was mostly because she hung out with alex our abt president and gave my best friend also part of her fraternity i live with both of them and she started coming over because she would go with them but you know i was also there okay. and so we you know i, I got to meet her a lot more got to hang out with her a lot more and then i really like fell in love with her because she's just like a caring person and no one has actually cared about what i say and what i talk about and she really made it made sure and made it like important anything i said she'd listen to me and like she helped me through a lot and made me who i am today and i'm still growing to this point so meeting her in the summer is probably like one of the best things i'd ever experienced in my life so yeah that's how we met it was during the summer over little movies and other nights that we had that's cute that's yeah it's real, real cute absolutely <laughs> adorable 
Okay, but I want to hear about Greek games. What do you guys think about Greek games? Man, Because we did win. Because we did win. We won, thankfully. But if I'm being honest, it's just a Panchito games. Because golly, man. I'm going to be honest, guys. I carried. I put the team on my back. I put I put Delta Kama on my back. And I held it so high because I wanted to win. Just a little bit. Just just a little. It, that week took it out of me, if I'm being honest. But when, I, when it came Friday and we had nothing to do, I swear I just wanted to sleep. Because on Monday we had volleyball. Beach volleyball. That... It's gruesome. We played two games only, but it was six sets of 25 in the heat. It was not pretty. I hated it. I love volleyball. It's so much fun, but just trying your best and like to win and everything, and the other team is also trying, but you're not as good as them, but yet you still try, you know? And then on Tuesday soccer, I felt like <laughs> it was a one against eight, and that was very difficult to do. Still put the team on my back, you know. Gotta hold, hold the side. You know, you know uh, I did. You were there. You were watching. Uh, you were like, "Oh my god, I didn't I'll know you could play like that." Right now. Oh really? No, but it was a, uh, it was a good experience though. I felt like this Greek game was a lot different than the other. Was it three, two that we've played? This one was a little different. Uh, I had never seen so many Greeks out there in Greek games. Usually, it's only the people that go and play. They go, and that's it. And I don't know what happened this year that everybody decided to show up and watch. Everybody. There's a lot of people, a lot more people than I've ever seen. Yeah, and it was it was really, really nice to see. Really nice. So I really enjoyed Greek Games and we won, so we got free shirts out of it and some clout, you know. How do you feel about Greek Games, Jared? Because I know we couldn't participate. Oh yeah. I was uh I was pretty upset. We did not get to partake and uh it's only a 2v8 next semester, so we should have it under control. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll let you guys have your moment. We'll let you guys have your moment. <laughs> you could have been a good help this year, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. We got next yeah. semester. <laughs> yeah. It was great, though. Yeah, it was cool seeing y'all play. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I enjoyed also, like, everybody that has never played soccer in their life before just pull up and be ready to play. And them saying after, like, that was actually really fun. It's a pretty good experience to have because... I'd never think somebody would say soccer was fun because to me, at the like Jared said, at the level we play at or we played at, it wasn't fun. It was just straight competitive, and that was horrendous. But yeah, then this week was hard. <laughs> but we're out of it. We're good now. Yeah. Took speak, the dub. Speaking of hard things, are any of you guys' classes like really hard right now? Man, you know I'm gonna let Jared, the mechanical engineer, talk about this. I'll go yeah, after him. Yeah, Jared. So, uh, yeah, I'd say. I underestimated the workload for mechanics, and yeah, now we're bouncing back from that. Other than that, I'd say most of my classes are pretty under control. That's good. I'd like to think. I mean, I also thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, this physics thing I got in the bag. The oh, first yeah. test, I got a 6 out of 20. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dang, bro. <laughs> but that's just me and physics, you know. I'm not that good of math. Uh, but everything else has been pretty under control. I'm taking a, I'm doing a research class. I have breeding and genetics for animals. I have um, beef management, call it the big beef class. It's literally a blow-off class, but honestly, still a little more difficult than I thought it would be. And a lot more people are struggling than me, but, you know, still a little hard. Taking 17 hours is not that easy. And I know next, I have like a few classes lined up for the summer and next fall, so. Now I'm curious, what is a beef class? Dude. It's not what I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so what I expected it to be. The, the class is called beef management, right? And I walk in there the first day, and I, and I took sheep and goat management, by the way, last semester. Sheep and goat management for me was super easy because I have had goats and sheep 
my whole life and I knew everything there was to be in that class. Like, I knew it. I knew it. But I don't know much about cattle. I'm not a cattle guy, you know? So I step in there not knowing what's going to happen and it was the, the basic stuff like breeds and uh, cuts of steak and stuff like that. So I knew, I knew that. But now we're more into like the enterprise and companies and uh, statistics and stuff and I'm like, yo, what's going on? I don't know anything about cattle, bro. <laughs> And uh, I felt like I did know about cattle, and this, this guy just like slapped me around. I was like, "Nah, you don't, you don't know anything." And it's not what I thought it was, but honestly, it's not that hard. It's just more work that I don't need, but we have to take. I, I really don't want to work with cattle, even though I do want to do large animal. Cattle is not my my thing, but also do them. It's a good class. I just sit in there and listen and get good grades. You know, just like any good student should do. Yes. <laughs> How many cuts of beef are there? Dude, you'd be surprised. There's like, uh, I mean, the they they cut the they cut the whole animal, right? The whole cow, and you have your your front your front part. You have like, uh, what's it called? Is it? There's the ribs, the loin, the shank, the flank, the round. I like shank. Yeah, and so like you know you know all those like different cuts, and honestly, like I feel like the. The most expensive cut is obviously like a prime ribeye. You know, everybody wants a prime ribeye. Yeah, everybody wants a prime ribeye. I yeah. definitely knew that. Well, yeah, but there's other like cuts of steak that people don't know about. Do you know about the flat iron steak? Yeah, I've actually heard of that. Well, that's a Texas thing, actually. Oh. You know, if you get very little cuts of beef for a flat iron. Like, it's just like a very minimal place yeah. that you can get it from. And I, I've learned small things like small things like that. And I don't know there's just too many cuts for me to even call them all out i knew them for a second when i had to take it for that test but obviously <laughs> now that it's like two three weeks later that it's thing gone. is out of my head yep. even though it's not supposed to be like that do not do active recall it's not a good thing but it's okay you know i had to do it for that test got a 99 on it by the way so just, would you say learning about beef makes you want to eat beef more or less likely dude honestly it made me hungry bro <laughs> like nice. he put up the steaks and i'd be like I'm about to go to steakhouse. <laughs> I think there was a good week where I was just eating steak for the long. It was so good, bro. Honestly, I forgot how good steaks were. And then I tried different, like obviously the way you cook it, because no matter how you cook it, it's still gonna be good. Like you know that even if you do it rare, it's not gonna kill you. Like the bacteria in there are dead. You don't have to worry about it. Doesn't matter how you do it. Tastes good. Yeah, no, I don't like rare. Hell no. I'm a medium guy. Yeah. No, that's it. I can't do like okay. I can't do anything lower than that. I'm a medium guy. People that eat well done, you, I swear, you just like you're, you're like you're, chewing on rubber. You're chewing tobacco or something. Yeah, that's not good. You're chewing backwards, like <laughs> that, that's what you're chewing on. But no, it's uh, yeah, that that class did make me a little hungry and wanting steak a little more, honestly. But yeah, I'm over that. We're not talking about steaks anymore, so it doesn't make me as hungry. Did you guys do any cool like experiments for your class, or like any of your classes like done a cool project? Ooh. I feel like you might have done something, Jared, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't done too many projects that are, like, at all interesting in any way. I've done a fair share of them, but most of them have just been reports, PowerPoints, presentations, and stuff like that. Um, I'd say the coolest one I had to do was I designed a rainwater collection system and reuse for a city building down in Brownsville. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's not as interesting as it sounds. We just 3D modeled the building and then used common knowledge, like where to put the gutters, where to store the water, and how to reuse it, and what pump we would need to do that. Okay, okay, I see you. 
Yeah, it wasn't super interesting, but I mean, I'd say that was one of the more interesting things I've done in engineering generic classes so far. That sounds pretty cool. I can chime in on this a little. Um, One of the things that I got to do was, uh, there's a class called 2310. Well, that's the class number, but it's called uh, Livestock Management, right? And in this class, your project for the whole class is raising an animal and helping it give birth and then taking care of the babies. So I got a, I got a pig. I had to take care of a pig. She was pretty big. She was a she was a big girl. She was huge. Do they have a place for you to like put them? Or yes, just, they okay. they get they there's this thing called farrowing crates. That's where they have their babies, and it's like a crate where they literally cannot move. Like they're just standing in one area, and that's where they sleep. So you have to clean it and everything, and that's where they eat, and they're just standing there waiting for them to give birth. Because pigs are horrible when they give birth. They uh, kill so many piglets because they like sit on them and stuff. Like they don't know they're, they're horrible mo- mothers. If I'm being honest, bro, that's why they have so many. Like nature has given them so many opportunities because damn, they, te- they keep taking the L's with the kids. But um, it was interesting because uh, we start off with the pig. I'm not. I I raised a pig back when I was like a freshman in high school. But I'm not. I don't really like pigs that much. You know, they're they're loud. They're I think just, pigs are cute. They're not like my thing. Pigs. They're not teacup pigs. These pigs are okay, huge. Like they're like hogs. Pigs. Like cute little teacup yeah, pigs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's, it's a cute little instant moment. But, yeah, um, it looks cute. But so we had to take care of this thing until it gave birth, right? So mine gave birth really late compared to everybody else's. She had, I don't know how many bacterial infections that she had Ew. because it was the time that we had to freeze. Oh. You remember the freeze? Well, let me talk about that, actually. Dude, that freeze <laughs> is terrible. That freeze was terrible, but the freeze happens, right? And tell me why the farm manager of uh, Kingsville, shout out to the farm manager, by the way, he uh, turns off the pipes of water because he thought it was going to be the best thing to do for a freeze, you know, because that's exactly what you do. You don't run the water. Hell no. That's dumb. You turn off the pipes. All the pipes cracked. We had no water for two weeks when we had all these animals to take care of. So what did we do? They brought in like the uh, freaking uh, trash cans full of water like the plastic ones the blue ones the blue bins the 55 full of gallons. water yeah and we had to like get that gallons out oh when it was cold gosh. and you put your hands in there and everything oh it was the worst thing and then the, those things would freeze as well sometimes and it was the worst like experience ever but when she gave birth I thought it was pretty cool the little piglets running around they're like <laughs> and then you had to like uh, do little notches on their ear to identify each one which is actually was pretty cool and then you got to inject it with like an iron shot to keep it from since it's born in a farrowing crate this is like another like detail since it's born in a farrowing uh, pigs get they're anemic they're born anemic right so when they're when they're born they get all the iron and stuff all their iron deficiency everything that goes away because of the, of the floor there's iron on the floor obviously you get iron from the floor, they pick it up, blah, blah, blah. They get all this stuff. Well, they're not born on the floor. They're born on a farrowing crate. It's all plastic. They don't get that stuff. So you have to inject them with an iron shot, like one cc of iron or something like that. Interesting. So that was like a pretty cool thing, and that's a cool project that we had to do for that class. I uh, got a shot in my butt before. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah, no. We put it on their neck. Tetanus? No, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was like, because I was sick, and I had to travel to go see my dad, so... They were like, yeah, the, the butt shot's going to be the best way for him to feel better. Ooh. So they had to hold me down, and I had to take that like a man. Mm, yeah, I can just imagine how that felt. I mean, that's like a Mexico thing, though. You get sick, go down to Mexico, get a butt shot, you come back, and you're, you're cured. <laughs> I don't know what they give you, but they give you something. People be coming back with those those butt lifts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little lopsided, baby. <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 the famous Mexican butt lifts. Yeah, the famous. <laughs> they come back and it pops, and it's just like, yo, <laughs> what yeah. happened? No. <laughs> or it's either they pop or they're ceramic. Yeah, it's just some weird. They, you know, there's some weird experiences that can happen in Mexico. <laughs> I, I can attest to that. There's just a lot of weird stuff. You've been to Mexico a lot? Uh, not really, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't go down there often. My sisters do. I never grew up there. I was born there. But I never grew up there. I was born and brought over here. Like, as soon as I was born, like, a year later, I was brought over here. So I don't remember anything. I was born in Idaho and just, like, brought over here. Like, when I was, like, not even a year old. You were, like, a big potato man? Yeah. Yeah. You like potatoes? I mean, I don't like sweet potatoes. Even though it's homeless sweet potatoes, I hate sweet yeah. potatoes. Potatoes are pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, like, if you think about it, there's a lot of things you can do with potatoes. Like You can make a clock. Yeah. You can, I guess. They have, like, little things that, Okay, like... Mr. F- Mr. Fifth Grader. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I wasn't clock. raising baby pigs. That's better than freaking making the potato clock. Y'all grew up differently, and y'all love each other. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't raising baby pigs. I wasn't raising baby pigs when I was younger. Was I? No, I didn't. I didn't raise pigs. I'm not a big pig guy. Telling you, I'm more of a horse guy. So yeah. you you live um a little bit off campus, right? With yeah, with Alex and Gabe. Yes. Yes, I do. And how was that? How was that experience? What exactly you're asking? Because um, I can, I can, I can give you. I, I think I know where you're going at, and if you want to go dive deep into this topic, you can. Oh, yeah, okay. Course. So <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so for everybody's information, Alex and Gabe are gay, and they are my two best friends, and they live. We I live with them. I come from the valley where everybody's very small-minded, where everybody thinks that being gay is wrong, being trans is wrong being asexual, being bisexual, whatever you call it, whatever it is, whatever you want to be, is wrong. Everything is wrong, but straight, which is not okay, right? And I thought so too at one point, if I'm being honest. Don't cancel me, please. No. But no, I, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can say, I can truthfully say that I thought so as well, mm. that it wasn't right, mostly because I was grow, I raised around that, and that's not okay. So when I came over here, I met Gabe through a pre-vet meeting, like an animal science, like a pre-vet club, blah, 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 and I met him there. And then from there, we just hung out, like, every day. We went to Starbucks every day, and we talked every day. We had the same major, had the same classes. Like, we just, like, we connected real quick. Became a really close friend of mine. And then, fast forward a year later, we're living together. We're living in a small apartment called Ranch View Apartments, like, a little off-campus as well. And then uh, Alex comes along. Well, I get Gabe to join the Delta Cat fraternity. He then meets Alex. Alex being our ABT president. They had their whole story time come through, and I knew Alex was gay, and just living with Alex was, like, a little different, you know? Um, I had, I can say I wasn't, li- like, used to living with somebody that was gay, but, I mean, I mean, it was a life-changing experience. Like, he taught me so many things that I would have never been taught ever, and he showed me how it is to be, like, compassionate and, like, nice to people, even though when you, you don't want to be. Because I still need to work on that, like True. little anger issues. It's, it comes with being short. I think it's yeah, just a little side effect. It's a side effect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was a it was a life changing experience. Uh, and then when they got together, when they became official, they they became a couple. I was really happy for Gabe, because like everybody would always cu- question him, and even I questioned him at a point. But everybody would always question him, and he hated the questions. Like he hated it, and we talk about it, and then like he he didn't want to hear about that, and. Luckily, Alex made him, like, 
noticed what he actually is and he opened up to everybody and then during the commencement speech I don't know if y'all heard it or not he gave our uh, the, the last graduation he gave the commencement speech which I'm really proud of him for doing and he said it out loud that like he he was very proud to what everything that happened he shouted me out in the commencement speech pretty cool <laughs> and it was just I don't know it's life changing man like everybody it's love is love you know I I see it like that. Love is love. I love everybody. As long as you're nice to me. If you're mean to me, I'm like, dude, back up. Back up. I don't care who you are. Just back up. But love is love, man. Like, let it be. Who is bothering you for loving another person? Like, they're not bothering you. True. No one bothers me. True. Like, come on. I don't mind. I freaking love Alex and Gabe. And then my, my sisters question me sometimes, too. They're like, are you sure you're not gay? And I'm like, why? I'm like, because you're surrounded by gay friends. I'm like, and what is that to you? It makes it like 20 times more fun. What are you talking about? <laughs> people know how to have fun a little bit. Dude, exactly. I've never had so much fun, dude. Like, it was like the most freaking perfect experience. Like, you know RJ, right? Yes. Well, RJ is also part of the fraternity. He's also gay. And we have Chris. And we have Chris that's also gay. And then Alex and Gabe. And it was me, Alex, Gabe, Chris, and RJ. And they'd always say, okay, the gays are going and Panchito. <laughs> so I was a little outed but it was so much fun like it was I, I love the guys I love them and it's been a life changing experience ever since I met them and I really appreciate everything they've taught me so far and I know they're gonna only teach me more things as we go and I can't wait to see their wedding soon <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice it'll be nice and Jared where do you live on campus? I live in uh, Mesquite Village it's a dorm on campus and on the fourth floor and you live with some of our brothers, right? Our class? Or no? No. So, uh, I had a couple people oh, in wait. my dorm rush. They all got dropped for various reasons. And uh, and that, that's about that. Why did they get dropped? Uh, they, they couldn't maintain grades their freshman year. Uh, most freshmen have a problem with that. Once they get out into the free world, they kind of just go mental. And uh, so, they, they were no exception from that rule. Okay, I like that answer. By uh, mental, like, what do you mean? They just kind of like, like they're like, okay, no rules. I'm going to do whatever I want. They go out drinking. They smoke. They do all this sort of stuff. And uh, they, they just like to have a good time. So having a good time with no rules. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And that's how they see it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to dive deep into that, though. Okay. It comes, I believe that came from COVID. Like, uh, y'all are COVID babies. Y'all are first class to come out of COVID that had COVID during high school. Yes. I like, those, those freshmen that came in this semester, that actually that came onto campus, is the first class that came from COVID. So, it was interesting to see how y'all were going to react. You know, I had my own freshman semester and everything. But, you guys, your guys' approach to college was a little more different than mine. Like, I saw crazy things. Y'all are absolutely crazy. And I say y'all because David is a part of that class. But David, David's learned already. He, he doesn't need to be taught anything. He's, yeah, he's, I know crazy. Yeah, he knows, he's seen it. But I believe it comes with that. Like, uh, I talked to my professors and I talked to um, my research professor. And I, we talk basically every day. And it's the ability of like not being able to study. That's gone. That ability for these freshmen that came in is gone. And I feel like that's what caused that decline. The decline of like grades and everything so yeah and i saw i saw it happen and yeah um i don't know it was just a little different the study habits really went away 
and I can't really change it. All right, all right, are you 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 gonna? I mean, if you can, you can go. Yeah. No one's stopping sure, you. You need a P period. Yes, I you need do. a P period. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll keep going with this we, though. We can talk once you go. Okay. So yeah, I, I believe the study habits are a little gone, but honestly, it also comes with like a lot of mental health stuff. You know, you don't know what anybody's going through. You don't know people's experiences. You don't know like how they were brought up. Like me and Jared are completely different. What I, I didn't even know he was from Idaho, from Ohio. I didn't even know you were born in Idaho. So like stuff that like that that I don't know. I can't blame him for being a freshman and not knowing what to do the first semester. It's okay. Yeah, that's true. As long as you learn from it. You know, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't learn from it, then it's a problem. Exactly. If you don't learn from it, then that's that's on you. But I I, I didn't know what to expect. I even told these guys, like, spring semester, I was afraid for what we were going to see in, in fall. I had no idea what we were ready, like, what we were expecting. And what we got was not what I was expecting at all. But y'all are crazy, but thankfully the people that came into the Delta Guy fraternity are, are learning a little bit more. And I'm sure, you're, like, throughout campus, everybody else is learning as well. And obviously those who don't are the ones that are going to leave. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, that's what I... Okay, well, I want to ask you a question, Panchito, because when I first came here, I think you were, like, the first person to come up to me and talk to me, or, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me and Wapo. Yeah. What made you want to come up to me? You seem really cool. The fact that you're walking out there in heels, in a skirt, and freaking strutting your stuff, I was like... That's the guy I want. They're like lifted boots, not heels. Well, just still, that's cool. still hard though. I was like, that's the guy. Well, I, that's the confidence we need, because eh, no one else will do that I'll but show, you. I can show some people some confidence. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, we gotta go talk to him. And I grabbed up. I'm like, let's go talk to this guy right now. <laughs> and that's like the, And then we went up to you, and you were so down for it. And I was like, hell yeah! Like I, the, he seems like the type of person that we want. Like you, and you are. You, you, we were correct in our. We were correct. You know, we saw you, and I told him the confidence is everything. I appreciate I, it. Yeah, and you still rock your stuff, like, every freaking day. Of course, we have to. Oh, yeah. It was It was very... What? How was your pee break, Jared? It was honestly pretty good. Well-deserved, I think. Well, relieving? Well, I had to pee for a while, and uh, I was holding it, and then I couldn't, so I had to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, that's what that's what made me and Wapo kind of come up to you. I'm glad we did. Now you're here. Look at you. Yeah. Now you guys got me. Yeah. There you go. So a great you, asset. <laughs> do you know who came up to Jared or who talked to Jared? Uh, he came up to us actually. Oh, Jared. Yeah. So I was at the other uh, meet the Greeks and I was just going. Uh, well, okay, they were actually the first ones we went and saw because they were the first ones on the left. And all the Greek organizations had their little displays set up, all their guys around it coming to talk to you and uh, to, to try and like show you what they're all about. And that was actually our first stop and the one I was most interested in because my dad was a Delta guy. And what are the odds that this small university out in West Texas has the same fraternity that my dad went to, which was pretty cool. So I was automatically interested in Delta Chi specifically. And it was ultimately when this man kind of came up and was just talking to all of us. Well, me and my roommates at the time, we had all gone together. And uh, it was when Panchito came up and started talking to us. And then Wapo from behind him uh, made like little height. Like he made height with his hand and just put like way down to the floor, <laughs> making fun of Panchito's height while he was just talking to us. And it was uh, that that really got me interested in these, these guys specifically. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, it's just like, 
it's still fun even though like yeah. there's business aspect to that we like, for us that was a little business thing it wasn't like a fun thing but we try to make it as fun as we can with still trying to keep that professionalism with you because like we still mess around but you know you got to separate that with professionalism and luckily we're able to do that so well and i think that's what really attracted you guys especially you and your other three roommates that you had at the time yeah, i like people who know how to have fun but also get their work done yeah and luckily that's something that we have like we all worked really hard to make this fraternity especially like specifically like that yes we can have fun but that's not the only thing we do like you gotta know where your where your limits are to having fun you gotta keep it classy exactly mm-hmm. gotta keep it classy keep it classy I love that gotta keep it classy mm-hmm. classy classy Delta Chi <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a it's a different experience though and I and I really wanna hear from like AMs you know like y'all uh, should be should be initiates what you wanna hear I wanna hear like what was y'all's first impressions <laughs> not like I yeah, yeah my first impressions for y'all but y'all's first impressions for us like the first few events how was that week how was the process of your minds like oh i really want to do this i don't want to do this like how was that um i i i kind of went in not really wanting to join one and only went to just for some reason just to see what you guys were all about everyone and um it, it was really uh so my first impression i didn't really see the formal side i, I mostly just saw the fun side i didn't see what was all happening behind the scenes <laughs> so i kind of just walked up and there's just a bunch of guys goofing around teasing each other and then doing athletic things on the side like going to play football which sounded like right up my alley a bunch of guys that goof around have fun and then <laughs> get to do stuff together is exactly what i was interested in so i started coming out to the events and then I got a little taste of the more formal, the back end, when Alex was taking care of my newly swollen hand. And uh, Alex and I just got to talk about my background, what his background, and the whole fraternity as a whole. And that was really, really insightful. And ultimately what pushed me over the, uh, I, I do want to join. That's cool. What about you, David? Hmm. Well, my first time meeting most of y'all was at the. It was it was in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. What is that place called? The Peacock Auditorium. The Peacock, the Best B One Hundred. And what was that called? It was like an. Inf- what was that like an informational or? That was supposed to be our most boring event, and it turned out to be one of the best ones. Okay. Well, Wait. yeah, I went to that one, and you know, I was just looking at all y'all, judging all of y'all in my head. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, do these guys really deserve me? <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I listened to y'all, I listened to all of y'all, and I was like, yeah, I can hang around these guys. So I joined. That's good. That's good. You had your boundaries up. Of course. The first I two or to. three weeks, you I had, had your walls up, and I was like, those walls are going to come down sooner or later. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Sorry, sorry. But those walls did come down. And, I mean, I don't blame you for having your walls up, you know? Again, freshmen don't really know us and that's okay well i had my walls up for different reasons but yeah i know i i've seen those walls been put up by other people as well everyone's got walls yeah i just gotta dig for some of them you gotta dig a little hard for mine huh (laughs) gotta dig a little hard for mine we we gotta get through the outer one and then we get to the second outer one (laughs) we just gotta keep breaking them down and we got there we did and look at him now Nah, it was. Now he's grilling us. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he's been grilling us since day one. It wasn't. True, true. <laughs> it wasn't anything different. We back actually then. get a chance to respond this way. It's not in his head. 
<laughs> yeah, and then I mean, and then the thing that really got me interested is like, oh, I play video games, and I was like, dang, you play video games too? Yeah, and I, then, I like to do a little of everything. Yeah, I mean, video games are right up my alley as well. The same as Jared, I know he can. Me and him play from time to time. Play a little bit of Rocket League. Oh yeah, have you guys played any like old consoles? Mm, yeah, I mean, I still play on my Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> like the like, old, the old dinosaur one, the first yeah, one that came out. I still have my GameCube. No Dude, way. okay. <laughs> Your GameCube. Oh That's my god. That's crazy. Bruh. Okay. I had the freaking uh, Nintendo 64. Did y'all play Nintendo 64? I had 64? Nintendo 64. The, the whole. First <laughs> oh yeah, you had to blow on the cartridge. And hope to god your game was working. <laughs> Bro, yep. I had so many games in that thing. It was absolutely insane. I played. Mario Kart with my sisters. Oh, I played yeah. Mario 64, Mario Tennis, Mario Soccer, WWE. When oh, it was actually WWF at the time, I played so many freaking games on that thing until like, I broke it. Until it didn't work anymore. Dang. But I swear, I, I wore that thing out. I used every last cent of the Nintendo 64. It was so much fun. That era was just absolutely amazing. Those games are pretty fun. I like the Mario Party games like on the GameCube. Yeah, I... The GameCube, I never really had it. Like, so I, I don't really have much of an experience for it, but like, I'd like to hear, I mean, how was the GameCube? There were so many fun things to do on a GameCube. I didn't really grow up with the GameCube, but I remember playing it because my brothers, my brothers like collecting like old systems like that. So like my brothers have like, they have like the 64, they have like a PS2, PS1, they have the old Xbox, and they have like so many games and like controllers for them. And like I would just play them when I got like to a certain age. It was actually really fun, like playing like old Pokemon games or like old like games like Mario Tennis and Mario Party Three, Two, Four. Like there are so many games. Metroid Prime. You just opened up like a core memory in me. Freaking Pokemon Stadium. The Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Coliseum. Oh my lord, dude! <laughs> that game. Did you ever play that Magic Carp one where you hit like the little dice on top when you like freaking spam the button into your always, Magic? I was always good at spamming. Where your ma- your Magic Carp was like. <laughs> Like freaking flopping up and down, hitting the thing. I remember Pokemon Stadium so much. It was so much fun. The the story mode was a little hard though, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you gotta find stuff on your own sometimes. But I don't know. Those those days, those were the days, you know. But if you want to talk about video game days? I can talk about Black Ops Two, bro. Oh, oh my lord. Oh, the Xbox 360. I had the PS3. You know, same experience though. Oh, you yeah. still had the fun. Oh yeah. We just didn't have the scammers that'd be like, attention all Xbox uh, users. <laughs> My dad works for Microsoft. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get your account banned. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. But the Black Black Ops 2, um, MW3, those, that era was absolutely unbeatable. I mean, at the time, I was a squeaker. <laughs> and they'd say so. Still are. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so then <laughs> so then they'd have a... So there's... <laughs> I were grown now. I guess I can talk about it. <laughs> There's this feature on the PS3 that lets you lower, like, deep in your voice. <laughs> so you know, I was using that to make sure they wouldn't call me a squeaker. <laughs> and another thing about being grown, um, I screen watched. I I screen watched the whole time whenever I played against someone. I don't care who you were. I watched your screen. I knew exactly where you were. I'm sorry, but I'm seeing it out loud. We're grown. I did that. I still do. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one v ones are not the same as they used to, but no. I mean, gun game with the roommates. Oh yeah, I have to win. Yeah, so you just scream watch. Oh you know? yeah, 
Some we some people I've caught them. Oh, you're screen peeking. You're screen looking. No, it's called screen watching. I don't know why people call it differently, but anyway, <laughs> that era was absolutely unbeaten. They can compete. I can say that's the best. But a competition to that was quarantine modern warfare. I don't think I don't think Jared has experience. I don't know if you do, David. Did you play like modern warfare during quarantine? Mm-mm. Dude. Oh my god. I can tell you about Del- my own experience with Delta Kai in- during that time. Okay, well, let's talk about something else for a second. <laughs> and um, I want to know, do you guys like any places around Kingsway or like to eat any around, anywhere around over here? Spice Station. I was going to say the same thing. Spice Station. That place is phenomenal. Shout out to Mr. Spice, bro. Oh my so god. So good. Okay, Spice it is Station. so good. The Indian cuisine just... Do you get the, uh, the chicken? Which one? I get the orange and the red chicken. <laughs> There's only chicken there. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I got the I got the orange and then the the red. Uh, the butter the chicken s- and the chicken sixty five. Not the butter, cause that's like green. I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, wait, that is the butter, butter chicken. chicken. Butter chicken is the one that's like orange. Orange and red. Those are the. The red one is chicken yeah. sixty five. Those are so good. Yeah, hell yeah. You that's get spicy good. or not spicy? Huh? The spicy rice. You so all the spicy. way, bro. Come yeah, on. Absolutely. So good. And I freaking love Spice. Have you had Spice Station, David? Yes. I've had it like twice. It's, it's pretty good. I like it. And they're loaded fries. Have you tried their loaded fries? I have not. Dude, if you ever have the chance <laughs> to try the loaded fries, I suggest y'all go try the loaded You're fries. You're about to make me walk over there. Or it's closed. It's right Sunday. They close oh, on Sunday. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But if you really, really want to try something there, the loaded fries with butter chicken, absolutely amazing. Okay. I'll definitely get that next time. So, would you guys say there's any fun things to do in Kingsville? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to like do in fun, Kingsville. By fun definition. I mean, it could be like a place. It could be maybe something <laughs> you do that maybe other people might think that's fun. Uh, yeah, I'm be honest. There's really nothing to do here. <laughs> <laughs> really I, as, as much as I hate to say it, there's really not much to do. If you want to have fun, you got to go to Corpus. And Corpus is only a 30-minute drive, so it makes it worth it, so... Oh, but in reality, I don't think there's really much fun to do here in Kingsville. I guess if you really like going out, there's two clubs here in Kingsville, but... A w- solid two. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's too much fun. But you know what? Everybody has their own taste. Yeah, that's true. Walking around Walmart's not bad. When you used to be able to, now they close it early for no reason. Yeah, I know. That sucks. They close at 10 now, right? Or something like that, yeah. Before, you used to go like at 2, 3 in the morning to Walmart. <laughs> don't yeah. do that no more. Not anymore. Times have changed. They have. <laughs> so, y'all guys say you go to Corpus to have fun. I want to know what you guys do in Corpus, because I've been to Corpus a pretty good amount of times. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I've gone to different places in Corpus. I went to, like... I mean, the beach. The beach the is beach, obviously yeah. where you go, right? But I went to this place where they had, like, go-karts. They had... Was it, like, fun trackers? Or that one, that one. Yeah, there you go. That's why when they had, like, an arcade and stuff. Yeah. That place was fun. That place was fun. I went like, yeah, I went with Gabe actually, and it was really, really fun. And what else did we? I like. Uh, there's a couple of brothers who live up there, so going to the beach with them, cooking it up over there at the beach, making some chicken. It's really, really fun when you go out there. And uh, I go to the movies with my girl over there too. And uh, I think that's pretty much all I've done in Corpus. I can't say I really experienced everything. I haven't gone to the aquarium yet. We should go. I really do want to go. We should go. I've been there. I nice. really like fish. Like big fish. Big fish. Yeah, like sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, what did you do in Corpus? So I've actually only been twice. Once was like a couple years after we had moved, so around 2018. I went with my mom, my little brother, and my little sister. 
and we had just gone down there because my mom really wanted to go to the beach so we were driving down and on the way down our tire exploded like genuinely because of the the texas heat it just exploded yeah that happened yeah so then i had to very quickly learn how to change a tire which i did in 30 minutes or less which i was really impressed with myself and i i changed it and we kept going but because it was a spare, we couldn't drive around on it for more than, what is it, like 5,000 miles or something like that? And so we had to cut the trip a little early, and we ended up only being down there for a day or two. And then we had to drive back up and get a new tire. Hmm. And then the second time was actually just a couple days ago with you. Wait, what did you do the first time? Oh, we just went to the beach. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It, it wasn't anything interesting. Okay. And then... Uh, the second time was with you a couple of days ago where we just went down there to go to the beach and play spike ball, except I forgot the spike ball ball. And what did we do after? So then we, <laughs> we were going to go to the movies and they wouldn't let us in. Wait, what did we do before the movies? Um, before Okay, we went in the park. We like goofed around on the playground. Yes, we went to the park. We, yeah, yeah. The we park. were playing around on the playground. Uh, Shelby and I tried to do muscle ups and then we tried to climb through a hole which didn't go very well and then uh, after that we tried to go to the movies yes and, and then, they were closed yeah they would not let us in even though it was before the last movie time it was like 1040 and the last movie started at 1050 which they would not let us in which was really strange they just don't like you yeah, uh, yeah I guess haters. not they they're are haters. they're haters yeah, wouldn't doubt it. It's Corpus. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Corpus is okay. I can't say it's the most fun place, but it's a lot more fun than Kingsville. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They actually have movie theaters. <laughs> hey, yo, we used to have a movie theater we down used here. Used to, and now it's closed. So right by actually, the I think Wapo and I got to go one time, and we went to go watch what's the Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We like fun. it was like, dude, the weirdest thing ever. The we seats, go into the seats were all like. The seats were like if you were in a classroom, like like the Peacock Auditorium, like that. Ew. But like not even it's not even that like elevated. It's like literally it's straight. <laughs> it's like it was the worst experience. This popcorn was stale, bro. Oh. I was like, damn, what am I doing right now? Why are we here? But the movie was still cool to watch. But it was interesting. And then after that year, I guess like COVID hit and obviously it died. I mean, it was like one of those old uh, movie theaters that they had that they used to have inside like little plazas and malls like that that that's what the, the theater was not like it's own separate place like they have nowadays kind of like have you ever seen Stranger Things yeah well where they have like the theater inside the yeah. mall what's like that that's where it used to be like have you gone to the Goodwill here in Kingsville no I have it's right behind that there's like a little thing that you go it's like wild horses or something like that and it's like it's like a that place puzzle. was the movie theater yeah you walk in there and it's a deeper in and it's to the right and that was the movie theater mm. interesting right interesting yeah <laughs> you would have never I would I didn't know that there was a movie theater it was a little sketch if I'm being honest a little, a little sketchy you know a little freshman just walking in there but honestly it was it was it was, it was okay like for Kingsville I guess <laughs> yeah they tried they tried I sure it was popping at one point it probably was. There's a lot of like little stores around Kingsville that I feel like are just not like open. Or, I don't know. They're all by HEB, that mm-hmm. little historic center. Yeah, we had this idea. Uh, Alex, Alex, and I came up with this idea. <laughs> like last year, we're we're kind of down to like make a drive-in, like own a drive-in. Okay. It's not that. I mean, if you really think about it, it's not that hard to it's make hard. a drive-in. Like you the know, one they have in Bishop. Yeah, like get a big screen, and just kind of like 
fence it off and just have people park, pay for the parking. They watch the movie, you know. Oh, you have to get, oh, it's that type of driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like watching the movie and stuff like that, and they get like the frequencies on their like uh, cars and everything. I don't think it's that hard to do, but it could be. I might just be like do dumb. You have, do you have a space to do it? No. <laughs> it was a thought, you know. It was a thought, like, dude, you know, there's not a drive-in here in Kingsville. I'm sure if somebody made one, it'd be like it'd be pretty good. I'm sure a lot of people would go. They would have to play something really good. Yeah, they had to be like popping movies too, like movies that are like actually really good. I'll at the just time. like pirate the new movies. And <laughs> <laughs> go on one two three movies dot com. That's funny. Or X Y Z. X Y Z movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could just put any three letter combo up at the Yeah. A B C. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find something. Yeah. Were you that kid that said LMNO or did you actually say LMNO? It's LMNO. Oh, you were one of those. You had no creativity then. It's LMNO. Hello? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whenever you said Whenever your you ABCs, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, LMNO, P. You know what I'm saying? It's LMNO, P. I know it's LMNO, P. It's, uh, I don't know. I guess going up. Intellectual. What do you mean? I know what it is now. But when I was a kid, it was LMNO. Like, like basically saying LMAO. Yeah. Okay, that's all the time we have today, folks. <laughs> and, you know, do you guys want to say anything before we cut this off? Mm, just, um... Any words of advice? Inspirational? Um, say like that other guy in the podcast when he was like, if you want to buy something without looking at the price tag, you got to work without looking at the time. <laughs> that's actually pretty interesting. Okay, Jared. Uh... Wouldn't come to me for advice. Okay. I'd agree on that, too. Okay, well, I guess I'll say something for you, Jared. Um, love yourself, and if no one loves you, I'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jared. We all love you, Jared. Well, thanks. I love okay. you, guys. And all of our social medias are going to be at Tamuk Delta Kai. If you want to follow, you have any suggestions, or want to hear us talk about something, don't be afraid to text, shoot us a message, and I will definitely love to hear from all y'all. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye.